1: to you. Listeners and welcome back to Untapped Potential with Dr. Simone. I hope that your week is off to a fantastic start and that you are enjoying some beautiful weather in your area. As for us down here in McDonough, Georgia, it is a sunny, maybe seventy-five degrees, and we are certainly grateful for the weather. So, what are you grateful for today? What are you grateful for at this time of the year, the good weather? your your health uh you know your energy your family we always like to start the program on with a note of gratitude. So again, if this is your first time joining us, I am Simone Matthew, and this is where we come each and every week to get powered up for the week ahead, but also to remind ourselves of the important life goals that we have for ourselves. So we take a moment, we stop by to just remind ourselves that there are important life goals we ought to be working on and also to just get energized with a great interview, a great song and some great information that can help us to that can help carry us through the week so thank you thank you for being a part of the program and thank you for stopping by so we have another packed hour for you today uh today our interview which as you know is recorded via facebook live so it's a pre-recorded interview is an interview i did last week with mr gregory Rabes. as you know we just finished celebrating damn Monica's Carnival. And we did a great interview with uh, Delia Wicks, as well as uh, who was the second person? Uh, Delia Wicks and Daryl Phillip on the history of Dominica's Carnival. So we traced 200 years of Dominica's Carnival. So this week, I thought I would bring you an interview with Mr. Gregory Rabes as we take into consideration the Kalinago traditions of Carnival. For example, uh, the Kalinago territory and my mom's home village in Dominica, Dubla, are the only two places where Tewe uh, Vaval is celebrated. And if you're not from the amenika Tewe val is a ceremony that is done at the end of the carnival celebration so it is done on ash wednesday and essentially it is a uh, burying the carnival so it can be resurrected uh, next year right before Ash Wednesday. So I thought it would be interesting to have the Kalinago portion of the interview as well, the Kalinago experience. So Mr. Gregory Roberts was gracious enough to stop by to tell us all about the Kalinago traditions and about Tewe Vaval. And we had a fantastic interview. So that will be our interview for this week for the program. And also with regards to our tip for the week, I will bring you something from Miss. Oprah Winfrey, uh, Five Minutes for the Next 50 Years, where she talks all about, you know, many times we're on a path, a, a new path to excellence, a new path to get us to a new place. And many times folks may not like you because of it. And as I always say, um, mediocrity will always attack excellence. So many times when we're on our journey and we're trying to make a better version of ourselves, those who knew us from before may see us in a different light and may simply not accept that this is who we are today. And like Oprah says, they may say, well, who does she or he think he or she is so i thought this was very inspirational so i will bring you that tip of the week right after the interview so again welcome aboard welcome to the program i hope that you're in great health and you're in good spirits as we start another week here in uh, on untapped potential, I think we're also happy to see that the COVID-19 numbers are significantly decreasing here in Georgia. We have a 57% return reduction in the number of cases. So we're so grateful. Speaking of gratitude, right? We are so grateful that the COVID-19 numbers are finally subsiding and we look forward to having COVID-19 in our review mirror. although I think that in some way we will forever have to live with COVID-19 uh, and just uh, manage our life around it. So again, welcome to the program. I look forward to being with you each and every Tuesday right here on TDN Radio as we get powered up for the week ahead with untapped potential. And also, as we always like to do, we're gonna start the program off with a, a good inspirational song. And I thought I would bring you this one from Nasio Fountain, Ja Won't Forsake Eye, because it's all about celebrating our Dominican and Caribbean music here on TDN Radio. So again, Nacio Fountain, Ja Won't Forsake Eye, and of course, Nasio Fontaine is a legend in reggae in Dominica. So enjoy this one and and then stay tuned for a pre-recorded interview with Mr. Gregory Rabes on the history of the traditions of the Kalinago people as it relates to carnival. Stay tuned. To pay your bills? Has your income been impacted by COVID 19? Are you on track with securing your family's financial future? Let Burdue Financial Services be your guide in this ever changing world. From budgeting and finally eliminating your debt to protecting your income and leaving a financial legacy for your family. But Dewey Financial Services is your one-stop shop for securing your financial future. Give them a call today at 864-607-1361. That number again, 864-607-1361. But Dewey Financial Services, Integrity and Service is our commitment to you? Give them a call. We are back. We are back. Welcome back, Push Past 10 Nation. Simone here, and today we are talking about. Tewe, Vaval, and other Kalino car- Carnival traditions. We are joined by Mr. Gregory Rabess, a cultural stalwart out of Dominica, and he's going to tell us all about the traditions of the Kalinago territory, especially as it relates to carnival. So come on in, share the live, let everyone know that we are here. We're still talking about our carnival because you know, in my mind, our culture does not end after carnival ends. So don't forget, share the live, let everyone know that we are here. And we are getting ready to talk about our carnival. But before we do, let me go ahead and acknowledge our sponsors at TDNRadio.net, as well as Mr. Havis Badui. So let me go ahead and just share our sponsors' video real quick, and I'll be right back. So come on in and share the. so again a special thank you for mr Havis Badoui for being the sponsor of our program on facebook live gregory washla <laughs> <laughs>
2: yes
1: thank you for being here you know we spend so much time talking about you know the traditions of carnival and i always think it's so important to include the kalinago traditions the kalinaro Kalinago heritage in everything that we talked about. As a matter of fact, we just had a video that we posted with Delia Coffee Weeks and Daryl Phillip on the traditions of Dominica's Carnival. And I'll go ahead and post a link to the message area so everyone can enjoy it. We covered 200 years of Carnival. So from masquerade to the traditions that the Africans brought over to Dominica all the way through why Dominica is called the real mass. And then it dawned on me. What about the Kalinago experience? So I want to thank you so much, um, Gregory, for joining us today to tell us all about the traditions from the Kalinago uh, people and their contribution to our carnival. So for anyone who is not familiar with you, our non-Dominican audience, just tell us um, who you are.
2: Well, let's put it that the first and foremost, I'm Karinagou. <laughs> in my DNA, through my, my parents, and also legally according to the laws of Dominica. So um, I was born and raised in a community called Waraka, also called Atkinson, which is on the northern frontier or boundary of the Kalinago territory. So in a sense, all my life I have, um, well, I was raised in that community, in that area generally speaking, and uh, generally all my life I have kept a pace and very familiar, very much involved too, in the cultural development of the community. Uh, So the experience I'll be sharing with you is actually a living experience first-hand experience right from the washla washless mouth yeah apart from that i have a long experience in terms of creole activism cultural activism um at a broader level in the context of dominica and the caribbean and uh, it's a very long list of involvements i'm also a poet a musician um well that's why i'm called washla after my first album Actually, this year is the 30th anniversary of, of, of the album Washla, so they, I have a few things in store uh, to mark that milestone as well. So quite a lot of things that I'm involving, but essentially culture and communication. Yeah.
1: Yes, excellent, excellent, <laughs> and congratulations on the anniversary of
2: your album. Yeah, Washla, the rock solid as a rock. Yeah, <laughs> miyago Washla Shimea. And it still resonates eh, in the Dominican um, public, very much so. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's it's that song just never dies. Right, it you doesn't. Know, it's, in, it's in the public consciousness. You know, you sometimes you might not even remember what was last year's road march, but what 30 years on, it's still very fresh. It's right. still very absolutely relevant because of the powerful uh, symbolism in the message. Yeah. <laughs> right right so so so, so, so
1: what should I, gregory what can you tell us about the history of carnival in the kalinago territory of the kalinago people
2: interestingly um the the kalinago people as uh, native american people indigenous peoples they do have a tradition a carnival tradition i mean if you look at what's happening in places like bolivia and you know, or the parts of Latin America, they do have quite a, a very colorful array of festivals uh, in that part of the world. So they have a sort of a festival tradition. Um, in the old days, um, especially at, at, at the full moon and so on, the Kalinago used to have um, all night dancing and rituals and, and ceremonial rituals um, and, and eating and drinking and the beverages and all of that. So. So the, the, the question of festivity, community festivals, is part of the Kalinago tradition. Somewhere about the end of the 1800s um, and the early 1900s when the, well, the, the space occupied by the Kalinago people after they were sort of um, cornered or, or colonized or, not colonized, but, but you know, they had this war uh, of resistance, resisting the French and the British who, who were trying to colonize Dominica. But at the end of the, that's, that the 1800s, they withdrew to the area of Salibia. And in 1902, um, the colonial government at the time established a, what you call the Carib Reserve. And of course, more recently it was renamed the Kalinago territory to, to, to really fit in with the more the present consciousness of the people and the negative connotations associated with the word "carib", So it's now called the Kalinago territory. So that's just by way of a little bit of historical context. So the carnival in the Kalinago territory, as we know it today, really started at that period. It, you might say it coincided with the, the sort of the birth, quote-unquote, of the Carib reserve or Kalinago territory, as we call it today. Matter of fact, that is one question I was pursuing recently, trying to get a sense of when did the sort of uh, band mass, you know, the carnival bands really kicked off in the Kalinago territory. Mm -hmm. And um, in discussions with some of the elders, they told me that at the turn of that century, the last century, uh, the people would uh, do the masquerade in the area of the shops, the rum shops. In those days, the Kalinago had no, in the Kalinago territory, no motorable roads. It were just tracks. So what used to happen was that the, the bandmas, which is the Carnival band, and there were several bandmasks in the Kalinago territory because they have different hamlets. So each hamlet had its own band. So the band mass would gather around one of the shops, let us say in the sensei area, by the famous Matiwa, um, which is associated with the so-called Carib War. And then they, from there, they would follow the tracks and head to the next shop. So they would really move in single file. So they could not, there was no sort of jumping up all of that um, between the, the shops because it's tracks and it's single file. So the masqueraders used to go through the tracks onto the next rum shop. So it's like rum shop to rum shop. Um, in time, the colonial authorities uh, built a sort of a dirt road which um jeeps you know um land rover jeeps or, or Willis Jeeps could traverse, so it means it was wider uh a wider road now so 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 the Kalinago now could actually you might say jump up in the way that we know it now on the road kind of mm-hmm. thing so 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 that change came about with the 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 first motor of roads in the Kalinago territory um and the, the one of the distinguishing features of the kalinago carnival is is the what we call tet mass and i have one right next to me here right um it is tet mass in Creole means uh, basically uh the, 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 you know the headpiece of of the mask mask the masquerader so this mm-hmm. is a, a one i made um using cardboard but there are other ways that you can use it you you, you make um, you take or reeds and you make a frame and then you sort of do a papier-mâché around the the, the frame and then you layer um, all kinds of different colored crack paper over it. In this case, I use cardboard mm-hmm. as a sort of a way of innovation um, and in a sense uh, to look at to issues like durability. So you can see inside of it the cardboard and all of that. So that's what he call a tet mass, and generally it goes on the head. And this is one of the real distinguishing features of you know the Kalinago carnival. Um, in addition to the headpiece, the tet mask, the Kalinago um would do would dress up pretty much similarly to what you would have in the band movie tradition in college. Basically a towel, uh, you know, around the waist area or around the neck area, um, to sort of cover the face. In some cases they would wear masks made out of wire mesh or bamboo. Um and sometimes they would, would use as well the the skirts, women's skirts, um drip that over their trousers. So, so that would complete basically the outfit. And both men and women um engage in that type of of, of of masquerading, what we refer to as the Tet Mask. But in addition to that, you had darkies, you know, in the Kalinago territory guys who uh, would colour their, their skin with um using different things like for example they would use ruku and that would give the skin a red color right so you have your red ochre what is called it the rest of doing red ochre or they'll take charcoal and, and do a sort of a, a black um kind of mixture with that or uh, other types of materials like blue and um what we call blue in dominica so you get a blue tint or you'd use mud to get that sort of clay effect so so these were the darkies, and they had what they called the flex, as we have in other parts of Dominica, which you is like a whip. It's really reminiscent of that that whip that the the slave masters used to whip the the, the, the Africans enslaved Africans. Right, excellent. All over the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Um, yeah. And then you have other types of traditions like, like the beggar. On a carnival monday morning sometimes on sunday guys would dress up literally in rags but completely disguised and they would um hit the road very early in the morning five o'clock um into six o'clock and you basically go along the roads house to house and begging and then people know the vibes already so they would put money sometimes they would have a little potstram or a little calabash and you know so you you, <laughs> you put the coins in there sometimes you can yeah. even drink too it so they raise the mask right. and take their, take their <laughs> shot then <laughs> <laughs> no, you have you have so this was this was some of the traditions you would have in the in the carnival uh or masquerade in the Kalinago territory in the first half of the last mm-hmm. century up until the nineteen fifties, sixties and there were nowadays it has um it has changed a bit, but it is still very much rooted in that tradition. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and, and I just want to remind our audience, because again, we have uh, audience members who are not from Dominica. I just want to remind our audience that our Kalinago people are the indigenous people of Dominica. So they're the, the original inhabitants of many of the Caribbean islands. And unfortunately, they were wiped out when the European settlers came, either through the d- disease or through warfare but we were very fortunate to survive in areas such as dominica and saint lucia and to a lesser extent i want to say saint vincent so i'm a proud kalinago descendant and so is mr robes and i like to think that just about everyone in dominica because we are all interconnected so we all have kalinago blood So we should all celebrate being Kalinago as far as I am concerned. So Gregory, what I did, I actually found a video of Tewe Baval that I want to share with the audience. And as we're doing so, I kind of just want you to walk us through what we're looking at. Because, for example, why is it that we do not see Tewe Vaval in other parts of Dominica? As far as I know, I believe it's only in the Kalinago territory and to a lesser extent in Dublin. Am I correct? Why do we not see it in other areas of Dominica? And it's celebrated well, it's particular, on Ash Wednesday?
2: Yeah. There's a particular history to that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, after, there was no Tewe Vaval in Dominica until the early 80s and um, what happened was that after hurricane david in 1979 you had people from the kalinago territory and of course bios dublin who migrated to Guadeloupe. um and while they were in Guadeloupe, they of course discovered the Tewe vaval or the vaval um ceremonies on ash wednesday and when they returned to dominico in the case of the kalinago territory they decided to 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 start a Vaval celebration. And a similar experience happened in Dublin Bios, uh, where the guys from Dublin and Bios on their return to Dominico decided to introduce uh Vaval in Dublin Bios. So it has to be the Guadalupe connection. And and these developments in, in the territory and Dublin happened quite independently of each other. It's maybe it's pure coincidence. Yeah, but all that started after the Hurricane Hurricane David, so the 80s. We're looking at the 80s when all of this started. So that's the history, that's the specificity that explains why, in fact, the ceremony uh, and celebrations have been held in these two communities in Dominica. Mm-hmm. Of course, um, it may spread over time. I think one or two communities have uh, tried something, um, try a thing, as they say, you know, local balance. <laughs> but it has not yet caught on nationally. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's a good thing as well because it, 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 it provides economic benefits for the communities involved.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so let me show you the video because I thought it was so fascinating and there's such symbolism in a lot of what we see in the Tewe Baba. So let me share a little bit of the video and then we will keep the conversation going. So just give me one minute.
0: No, I don't. I you did
1: i think the first question that immediately comes to mind um gregory is what is in the coffin
2: um basically um, in some cases, it's an effigy of a, of, of a human being. Sometimes it's not a, 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 it can be an effigy of a human being as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but essentially, it's, it's, it's symbolic, really, right. really, really. So right. Vaval represents the, the, the king of carnival. So it's a ritual um, where uh, you do a sort of a parade. Um, in the Kalinago territory, it starts somewhere about 3 o'clock in the afternoon. And they go up and down the territory uh, with the drums and flowers, and people are mostly dressed in in, in black and white, as I'm dressed for, mm-hmm. for the part. Right. <laughs> and yes, it, right. So the black and white seem um, represents, you know, like like a funeral procession. Mm-hmm. So essentially, it's like the last rites um, of the king Vaval. and you at the, at, when it when it's about um, seven thirty suns, past sunset, seven thirty eight o'clock. Um, um, more recently they introduced this, this the bullseye and the torches that you saw. And then they would light put together um, set up a, a huge bonfire, um, place the coffin or the effigy on that bonfire and then torch it. So while the the effigy, the vavales is is, is is being burnt, the, the 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 cannibal masqueraders would go round and round the fire, some of the more um during uh Kalinago, um, people, the warriors would sort of do acrobatics across yeah, and through the fire, right?
1: I think we have some video of that. So let me let me play some more of the video.
0: Quiet, please. Quiet, please. Right, Turn off the lights. Quiet, E poi,
1: it seems like it is almost a ceremony that is going on. Is there a particular, a particular ritual, a particular, you know, order of um, what is being said while the the coffin is laid on the ground?
2: Well, um, the 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 Baval ceremony is, is, is really like a, a parody uh, uh, of a a real funeral, right? Mm-hmm. Process. So it, it follows that. So you would have some. Body who dresses like a priest. You'd also have a cross as well, like a wooden cross, uh, which would accompany uh, the coffin, and, and all its flowers and 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 that would represent, um, you know, floral tributes to to people who have been buried and all of that. So the full monty in that sense. But it's like, a, you know, what we how you have the papish wedding, right. which is really um a, a sort of a parody of a, a a real wedding, and so you have the officiating priest or whoever it is and then you have the couple and you have the so so basically it's along those lines so you mm-hmm. have that and then so it's all a sort of a uh a, a, a replica you might say or mimic of the of of a, a typical a christian uh burial uh yeah, so that's it what looks it, like is. it looks
1: like it's pretty well attended
2: very well attended i mean it just I mean, it has evolved. in the In the beginning, it was almost practically illegal because remember, Ash Wednesday was not an official carnival um, um, carnival day. So right. it started by particularly the guys in Bataka. Um The guys um, around the there was a, a cultural group called Chien Zombie in Bataka. Um And you have some other guys. You have Roy Tyson. You have Mister Piper himself, Earl Dorset. So he had a, a core of 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 people in Bataka in particularly, that is where it really started in the territory. Um, and Bataka is the most um, populous community of the um, Kalinago territory and, and is on the sort of northern extreme of the of the Kalinago territory as well. So in the first years, I mean, the, the, the police would come around and stop the proceedings. So the guys generally kept the activities of Vaval in the village roads. They never really went on the main road. Um, but eventually, as the, the event took off, um, the authorities became a bit more tolerant. And, and eventually, um, by about 2010, well, you had the the Kalinago Events Committee of the Kalinago Council getting involved. And then eventually, you had the Dominica Festivals Commission giving its blessings. So, uh, so it's an evolution of the process. So must all have a underground movement to write an open and totally legal um, activity which now finds itself on official um, calendar of events for carnival. And it is a major yeah. draw for for people who visit Dominica, you know, because they, they visit the carnival period and they know that they have somewhere to go to, whether it's jubla or the Kalinago territory on Ash Wednesday to check out this particular... So it's a pull. It's a draw. To those mm-hmm. communities and um it it does benefit the Kalinago territory because you know people set up food stalls and bars nice. and they have other things nice. that they might sell and so on so basically mm-hmm. it is not just a, a, a sort of a socio cultural ritual or social carnival but it's also an important economic activity um for the Kalinago people along the lines of what you might call community tourism and festival mm-hmm. tourism
1: right excellent and we have a number of people on the facebook live that we want to acknowledge we want to say um hi to everyone who's joining us simone james uh, janine merrifield ban is good to see you joanne gist joseph first joe scott scotland sabria senhouse my sister great to see you jen b albert Gallion, martha lucien roma douglas julie Juanita prince beverly johnson always great to see you Alista Irish. Uh, Let's see who else is here. Rosalind Sebrey, Jane Lucy and Agnes Romney Brown. So thank you for being here, everyone, as we talk about the Kalinago traditions for our Dominica Carnival. And we encourage you to share the light, let everyone know that we are here because, again, culture does not end when Carnival ends. We have to continue celebrating our culture Throughout the year. So, Gregory, that was the other question I was going to ask you. Are there any other traditions surrounding, um, you know, Tewe Val as well as Carnival? So, are there any special meals that is unique to the the Kalinago territory? Any special music that um is unique to the Kalinago territory during Carnival, or is it just more integrated in what we all know to be Dominican?
2: Well, um, on the cuisine side, you would have um, Kalinago um, dishes. You know, like you would have what they call kanki. Uh, in some cases, they would call it to as dukuna. Of course, you'd have cassava uh, bread. You might have um, different types of, let us say, um, you know, like, like um, crab-based, um, like what you call tumalin in Kalinago language, is a kind of sauce. Of course, um, you have a seasonal situation as well that impacts on that and then you have what the local um wiku that is the kalinago bear made out of, of cassava itself so you have some of these so it's an opportunity to showcase um some of the kalinago uh, cuisine and the kalinago food products during that period um, in terms of the music well the music is, is typically what we might consider um the Lapo with music Dominica, right so that got incorporated into the kalinago tradition another thing too is that the the colon response the singing what we call the Shanti mass matter I mean, of fact the kalinago territory is probably the single um most um or the strongest community in Dominica when it comes to the Shanti mass tradition at the moment Right. Because the Shanti tradition has evolved, it has gone into things like calypso, you know, and carol, kind of calypso, and so on. That's that's uh, these these are evolutions um, of the of the of the Shanti Mass tradition, following the same principle principle of social commentary, and call and response, and so on. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you also find that the original Shanti sung mainly in Creole is very, 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 very strong in, in the Kalinago territory. Absolutely strong. I can only think of places like Grand Bay, probably Good Hope, Saint Joseph, um, probably Maho, uh, in terms of the, the, the typical carnival centers, you might want to say, um, that would have still that would still be maintaining a, a Shanti Mass tradition. But matter of fact, um the when Carnival opens in the Kalinagoteri, they they, re, they resurrect Vaval, you know. So oh. there's a, a sort of a rebirth of Vaval, oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't know the that. Vavale. So when, when yeah, is that yeah, because, Sunday? But, but no, no, it happens um, sometime, maybe late January, early February. It depends on when Carnival falls. So, you know, like, like when the Dominican Carnival, let us say you have the official opening of Carnival in Dominica in Roseville, right? So mm-hmm. probably a, a week after that, they will have an opening of the calendar. what did that involve, uh, reviving Babao? Well, it was done more more recently, right? Um, and uh, again, it was like you had the parade and all of that. And then you had a, a sort of a ceremony as well, where you would bring back to life this sort of effigy. Um, so it's a sort of a, a what you might call a renewal and rebirth. So it's a, it completes the cycle. So at the end of carnival, you tear away you bury the Vaval, which is the king of carnival. And then, so he goes to rest. Everybody gives carnival a rest, um, except the diehards, of course, who follow all the Caribbean carnivals because every month in the carnival, you have a carnival. <laughs> Somewhere you got a carnival. So you have the carnival diehards. But anyway, so carnival, in that sense, goes to rest until the, the, the following year. So basically, it's, it's part of the, the ceremony and the parade or the culmination of the parade where they they, they they again bring this effigy, they resurrect, quote unquote, the effigy. But part of that ceremony, that 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 opening of carnival, is also a chate mass competition. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's very that's you see, that's again uh innovation and trying to ensure the the perpetuation of the tradition. So mm-hmm. among the carnival bands, and so you have you have a chate mass for, for groups, the bands. And then every chante mass for the individual well, the singer, the lead singer, that kind of thing. So that has been happening for a few years in the Kalinago territory. So mm-hmm. um, at the Tewe Waivaaval ceremony, when the fire, everything is done, dusted down, the, um, the the acrobatics and all of that, then there is a sort of a closing formal ceremony where the prizes for the top bands or the um, the winners of the chante mass um, competition, these prizes are announced and issued. And then, um, and again, in more recent years, you have the so-called after party, <laughs> the Vaval after party. So basically, it changes to live performances by contemporary artists and, and DJ music. And, mm-hmm. and, and it sort of winds down to about 11 o'clock in the night. Right, of day, right. You, in. <laughs> right, right. Noise abatement kicks in. Right, so and that, right, right. Ano Tula just joined us. A pleasant good evening to you, Ano. Thank you for being here. Go ahead, Gregory. Yeah, so so that is a sort of a carnival cycle you might right. see, and uh, interestingly, um, the the tradition is very strong in Martinique, Guadeloupe, and French Guiana. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I was also doing some research, and it's interesting that in um, the Canary Islands, particularly in Tenerife and the capital there, I think it's Santa Cruz, they have the so-called burial, or burning of the sardines. It's a particular a type of fish that is is almost endemic to. To that area and they have a ceremony that is exactly the same concept of vava wow exactly the same concept the burning and the ritual guys dress up as a priest and do the, go through the motions and all of that so mm-hmm. in a sense i'm not quite sure but the vaval tradition may have a european link mm-hmm. yeah it may have an european link. but of course like all traditions uh the carnival tradition as we know it today um is you might say a very creole tradition yes because we took elements from europe we took elements from africa and we took elements from the kalinago mm-hmm. so so you have all that coming together um and we talk about the the, the real mass and, and and things of that nature or dominican cannibal product so all that comes together to make our cannibal product um very 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 special i yeah, must say to rich you, yeah 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 i must say mm-hmm. to that you find all these traditions in of all over the caribbean islands mm-hmm. but 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 you you find that the sensei tradition in particular i think dominica uh, rules them all in terms of the, the what you might because sensei back in the days uh was a veritable institution in dominica's carnival it really predominated um dominica's carnival so it's very good that the sensei figure is the icon is the representative the logo of our real mass in Dominical. So I think that is very good. And then the Carinago people, um, they brought their their own contribution to the carnival into the costumery and all of that. But they also borrowed from the, the European and the African tra- carnival tradition and incorporated that into the carnival tradition. So in more recent years, you will see um, people in Sensei outfits as well. Um, you know, and, and sort of a, a, a combination of all kinds of more modern um, uh, you might say, I'm using the would know, fusion or blending of styles. You would find that in the Kalinago Carnival. But the Kalinago Carnival is still very much a down-to-earth roots, streets, hitting the road, nothing about sequins and bikinis, but it's more about really sack my old and just the 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 this thing here the crepe all since the dead mass, the darkies, yeah, and the shouting mass and all of that. So it's it's really that is what is carnival, carnival. Still very You know, you know,
1: and it's great we're having this conversation, Greg. And um Arnold just said, really good to hear this background information. So this is why we're doing the program to ensure that we know about all the parts all the elements of our our carnival but you know it's interesting that we're having this conversation because i was just having a conversation with my brother who got to wear a sensei when they reinstated the use of the sensei in carnival and he is so correct because it almost feels like a reawakening the spirits of our ancestors so i think so much of this this carnival that we celebrate it just takes us back to a time where you know we we were stripped of everything that we were. We had to fight for our humanity as Black and Kalinago people, and you know it just symbolizing the the, the reawakening of our, the spirits of our ancestors. What do you think?
2: Yeah, I mean, we had done a, a, we had a forum on Sensei a couple years back. Uh, I made a presentation on the history and the the, the, the symbolisms, the meanings of the sensei, particularly the masks. Orwin um, Bully and, um, did something on a presentation on innovations in sensei, and um, Anita Bully did something on sort of um, making sensei tradition as a cultural uh, industry. You understand? So, so you find that um, the mask, actually, the, the most important thing about the sensei is not the, not the different types of stuff, it's the mask. I'm referring to the African tradition because and the mask in Africa. So, sorry? Why is that? Well, it's all about the mask because the mask represents different types of things. It might represent um, strength, it might represent, um you know, a, a good agricultural harvest because that's why they use the animal horns to represent the different types of animals in Africa. And it has nothing to do with the devil. I mean, that was introduced by the Christian missionaries because they dismiss all African. And indigenous people's traditions as pagan, as heathen, savage, and all of that, uncivilized. So that was a, 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 a way to, 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 to really mash up uh, mm-hmm. the tradition mm-hmm. and mess up our head, as I say. They right. can mess right. up your head, you don't like anything. So essentially, this mask represented different things. And then the rest of the outfit in the sensei was to further disguise the person within the sensei. And interestingly, in the African tradition, the sensei figure uh, was about uh, protecting the community from evil spirits. Mm. So you find that in the in the colonial construct, they flip the script and say, "No, that is of the devil," but it's quite the opposite in African uh, tradition. Mm. So, so when you look at the Kalinago and the African traditions in our know, carnival and in our culture. Uh, they have quite a bit of symbolisms based on the, the particular civilizations of of of, of, of well, let's say the African on one hand and the Kalinago or Native American on the other. So richer symbolism as related mm-hmm. to their spiritual beliefs and connections with nature and, and and all of that. So so but what has happened that over time and and because of um the the some of the reasons that I explained is you of know, the, the, the the Christian um missionary um and all of that uh you find that we lost a lot of these symbolisms not just in a like the sensei tradition or in kalinago traditions but a lot of our symbolisms and meanings so for example bele bele is about bele is really like a reproduction ritual It's a mating ritual is a rite of yes. passage yes. kind of thing like that, right so fertility rights and so on very important rights in African tradition uh but, um, you know, we, we do these dances, but we, we, we have lost, quote-unquote, lost uh, the meanings and the context yes. associated with those things. So mm-hmm. we do them. Yes, we do the lapocap. Now we have the sensei. We do the mass thing and, all, and the horns and all of that. But uh, right now we do it um, in a sense because it has been passed down into the 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 costumery and all that but the meanings now Mm -hmm. the symbolisms Mm -hmm. have got lost over time so it is now with research you are listening to Untapped so again, Potential.
3: I was just listening to Simone.
1: an interview conducted with Mr. Gregory Rabes via Facebook Live regarding the history of the traditions of the Carinago people of Dominica. And if you notice, a few references were made to the video. So I was able to show a video of Tewe Vaval during our Facebook Live interview. And since I don't want you to miss out on that opportunity to see that video, I've gone ahead and posted the entire interview with mr gregory rabbits on pushpast10.com p-u-s-h-p-a-s-t-1-0.com so you too can enjoy the interview and while you're there don't forget to check out our past podcast so if you've missed any episodes along the way we want to make sure that you too get to enjoy any past episodes so again pushpast10.com uh, for all this information and also don't forget the link to our YouTube channel where you can find just about any video from the interviews that we have done along the way. So moving along with the program, uh, take a listen to this interview from Miss uh, Oprah Winfrey, five minutes for the next 50 years because here on Untapped Potential on TV and Radio, it's all about keeping us energized. Because we have so many of these important life goals that we are working on. But just being able to be consistent is always what gets us uh, sidetracked. Would you agree? Right. So I think it is so important that we have a weekly reminder, a weekly energizer, to keep us going, to keep us inspired and motivated to do what we need to do to create the life that we want for ourselves, whether it's losing weight, whether it is, you know, going back to school, whether it's starting that business that you always wanted to start. So I am so happy that we have this opportunity every week to stop by, to get ourselves energized and to stay consistent on those life goals. So take a listen to Miss Oprah Winfrey and then stay tuned as we wrap up the
3: program for yet another week. All of you leaving here have the potential for enormous success. There's a price that comes with that. First and foremost, knowing who you are. Knowing who you are. Being able to answer this question, who am I and what do I want? I'm asking the bigger question of who am I? Who am I really? And what do I want? I don't want to just be successful in the world I don't want to just make a mark or have a legacy the answer to that question for me is I want to fulfill the highest truest expression of myself as a human being you must have some kind of vision for your life. Even if you don't know the plan, you have to have a direction in which you choose to go. You want to be in the driver's seat of your own life because if you're not, life will drive you. Knowing who you really are in this space and time that we embody You must find a way to serve. Martin Luther King said that not everybody can be famous, but everybody can be great because greatness is determined by service. Now we live in a world where everybody wants to be famous and where we admire people for just being famous. We think being known brings us value. The truth is all of that will fade in time. In three years, you won't be able to name the housewives of Atlanta. The real truth is that service and significance, service and the significance that you bring to your service is that which is lasting. When you shift the paradigm of whatever it is you choose to do to service and you bring significance to that, success will, I promise you, follow you. Service and significance equals success. Here's the key, learn from every mistake because every experience encounter and particularly your mistakes are there to teach you and force you into being more of who you are. And then figure out what is the next right move. What is your true calling? What is your dharma? What is your purpose? All of you leaving here have the potential for enormous success. There's a price that comes with that. People don't always like you. And they're not always happy for you. And if you surround yourself with people who are not accustomed to your success, they become fearful, they become scared because you are reflecting back something to them that they don't recognize. People who want the best for you want you to be your best. So my greatest advice to you is to surround yourself with people who are going to fill your cup until your cup runneth over. And what I know for sure is that the biggest choices begin and end with you, your internal big questions. Who do I wanna be in the world? Be excellent. People notice. Let excellence be your brand. Everybody talks about building a brand. I never even knew what that was. When people say, you're a brand, I would say, no, I'm just Oprah. What I recognize now is that my choice to in every way, in every example, in every experience, to do the right thing and the excellent thing is what has created the brand. If you live in Canada, the U.S. and the U.K. and are looking for Dominica products including cocoa sticks, bay rum, coffee, soaps, crafts and other popular Dominica items, then look no further. You can now shop on BuyDominicaOnline.com, a secure, easy-to-navigate website selling a wide variety of Dominica-made and Dominica-inspired products. When you shop on BuyDominicaOnline.com, you are helping to grow Dominica's economy. Go to BuyDominicaOnline.com and enjoy Home Away From
1: Home. I truly look forward each and every week to the tip of the week to help us to just get energized, to stay consistent with the life goals that we know are so important to helping us to feel fulfilled, to helping us to feel accomplished on life's journey. So again, you know, I'm so happy that you join us each and every week right here on TDN Radio. Thank you for being here. Thank you for uh, being loyal to the program. And if this was your first time joining us, I hope that you will set a reminder to be here next Tuesday and each and every Tuesday from 5.30 Eastern Standard Time as we get powered up and energized for the week ahead. And don't forget, once our programming here on TDN Radio ends, we hop on over to Facebook and YouTube. Simply type in P-U-S-H-P-A-S-T-1-0, push past 10, and you will be able to join us for the rest of the weekly programming. Uh, as a matter of fact, tomorrow, Wednesday, will be our Roots Connections on Q on Q95 radio station, which we carry via Facebook Live, and we're talking about youth unemployment in Dominica. So as you may know, we have a very high rate of unemployment in Dominica. So we're going to look at the reality, we're going to look at the consequences, consequences, and we're also going to try to inspire hope for our young people in Dominica to let them know that all is not lost, and there are opportunities for them to earn that financial independence that so many of them long for. So I hope that you will join us on Facebook and YouTube and Push Past 10 for the rest of the week. And speaking of which, on Saturday, we have a very special program on Facebook and YouTube Live, and that will be our sassy New program, which we normally hold on Wednesday evening at 7 p.m., but we had to move it over to Saturday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time so go ahead, grab your phone and set a reminder that you should join Facebook and YouTube uh, Saturday 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time because we have one of our legends of Kadas music who will join us for this program. His name is Mr. Anthony Gussie and yes, he happens to be my cousin <laughs> so we are very honored to have him join us for Sassenu on Saturday at 2 p.m. And the reason we had to change the time and the date is because he lives all the way in La Reunion. Yes, I had to look it up on the map too. It's okay if you don't know where La Reunion it is. It's actually off the coast of Africa and off the coast of Madagascar. So he's in the middle of the ocean. And what that means is that he is nine hours ahead of us. So when he's joining us at 2 p.m. on Saturday afternoon, it will actually be 11 p.m. in La Reunion. So we're very grateful that he's agreed to join us and tell us all about his contribution to the Kadass music revolution in dominica and he's still playing cadets. he's still touring the world at his uh you know advanced age let's just put it that way so we are grateful that he will be joining us so again thank you for being here thank you for joining me for another episode of untapped potential right here on tdn radio so let's do it again next week let's come back and get energized together for the week ahead don't forget set a reminder Tuesday uh 5 Eastern Standard Time for Untapped Potential with Dr. Simone. So again, don't forget your life story is your strength. Remember the challenges that you face today. You have the strength to face them because of the challenges that you've been able to overcome in your life before. So remember to tap into your potential each and every day. Remember to stay strong, stay positive, stay engaged, and stay active until we meet right back here next week, same time, same place. You have yourself a productive and happy and healthy week. You take care.